Welcome to Let's Talk Land, a weekly land education talk show devoted to learning about land and farms, buying and selling, and ownership, especially for real estate agents and realtors. Hey, learn from the experts, guys. This is free land education, and boy, it's hard to find out there. Hi, my name's Lou Jewell. I'm an accredited land consultant, broker, owner of Lampro Real Estate, along with my co-host this morning, Teresa Martin. Good morning, Teresa. Good morning, Lou. How are you? I'm great. I hope you are. This is the company we want to really learn about, okay? All right. And Sounds I, good. And we want others to know about it, too, okay? I'm ready. So uh, what we're going to talk about today, we'll be talking about here in the future. Our office is at 207 East Main Street, downtown Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. We serve all of your real estate needs in western Piedmont, North Carolina, and southern Virginia. Just give us a shout. Hey, God, we'll help you out. All of our shows are dedicated to the Realtors Land Institute staff and members. Our national website is www.rliland.com, rliland.com. Now, better listen to me. If you're interested in buying, investing in land or farms or selling land uh, farms, uh, go to this website. We have 1,800 members. We're part of the National Association of Realtors. And we have the prestigious designation, which is very difficult to get, that I carry since 2003, accredited land consultant. And there are 600 uh, landmen and landladies out there that carry that designation. We know how to play the game. We will save you money if you're buying. We will make you more money if you're selling, okay? So www.rli.com. Hey, we'd like to thank our sponsor, landhub.com, buying or selling land. Land is the place to be. Teresa. Yes. Our guest today is Carter Malone, founder and CEO of Acre Trader, and his COO, Garrett McClintock. And I had the privilege of meeting and spending time with these guys down in San Antonio, Texas, at our land conference back in March. And boy, this is what we want to talk about. Hey, welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. We appreciate you. Oh, you're more than welcome. Yes, sir. Just a quick overview. You guys uh, have actually three websites out there as part of your organization. You're, you're, um, it's, and, and I want to mention these. We'll mention them again. If you're not driving, go to these websites on one of your devices. One is Acre Trader, Acres, A-R-C-A-C-R-E, Trader.com. The other one is Acres, plural, dot C-O, not com, dot C-O. And the other one is AcrePro.com. So... We're going to get in today talking about Acre Trader uh, to start with and what your mission is and a brief overview of the three uh, websites, businesses, uh, where investors and farmers are located, types of farms you're in, and recent expansion to timber, uh, employment count, and culture. And then farmland investment simplified, how to proceed, process works, finding a farm, uh, investing side, and then how we work with farmers and support rural America. So... Hopefully, we'll get all that covered today. Hey, can you give us a little background, uh, Carter, you want to start out of um, what you do and how you got here? Absolutely. So, this is Carter speaking. Uh, our, our company has a simple vision, and that is that buying and selling land is common, transparent, and easy. Uh, we, similar to you, believe in education within the markets and, and believe in a, a, a functioning free market uh, for, for landowners and land buyers and, and the farmers that can work within that. So we, we are really excited to, to play a part in bringing uh, information and, and transparency to this market. For very quick background of the company, um, Garrett and I have been working together here for uh, three or four years. They were about 150 employees and, and growing very quickly. 
uh, and, and again, with that singular focus uh, around the vision that land becomes easy to buy and sell. So, uh, yeah, it's been, been a really great uh, time building a business together. The way we got into it, we both grew up here in the Delta uh, in, in farming families and saw a lot of the same frustrations that, that you and many of your listeners uh, see within the market and, and thought there was a real opportunity to provide folks uh, access, so access to come in and in, invest in land. Uh, and do so with lower minimums through, through our Acre Trader website uh, to provide folks liquidity. So helping brokers and agents and giving them tools to help them uh, help them and their clients buy and sell land more effectively. And transparency, and, and that is you mentioned earlier, uh, we've got a product at Acres, uh, A-C-R-E-S, Acres.co, uh, that we are really really excited about. Uh, that is the best uh, and completely differentiated land software to understand land fundamentally. Uh, so all the drivers of value of any piece of land in the United States, we've got 150 million parcels in there. Uh, so <clears throat> really, really excited to, to have the fortune to come work here every day with uh, all of the great folks I sit with, uh, especially Garrett McClinic, who's sitting here right next to me. Um, I'll maybe get, have him give you a quick background around himself. Surely. So I, I grew up in rural Mississippi, and uh, after college went to a finance job very similar to Carter and uh, shortly after that, ended up running a, a very large farm, um, tens of thousands of acres. And one thing that I saw in that is that there was a lack of ability for farmers to find equity partners. And m- most successful farmers had had those equity partners to uh, to help them grow their business. The um, that is one of the the factors we're trying to solve as well is how do we connect people who want to invest in land with farmers who are interested in growing their operation let me let me throw something in here for a second because this is what i brought up at our conference and uh, i'm 73 and uh, my family mother's family we have 900 acres that great granddaddy and granddaddy assembled 18 uh, tracks farms non-contiguous but all in the immediate area actually we're six generations and not one inch has ever been sold but um, being in the real estate business and, and being accredited land consultant and Teresa and I have been looking at, you know, as the markets change up and down, uh, uh, how do we identify uh, a person that might need some of your programs? And what we're seeing is that, you know, you've got the farmer that has the son uh, that's part of the farm and, and been there since birth and and, um, and is probably going to inherit it but can't balance his checkbook. And it's a multi-million dollar operation, so he's probably not the candidate to take over the farm. Or you've got the, you know, you've got the farmer and he's got the son or daughter and, you know, they've moved out to other side of the country, have no interest in the farm in the future. But the farmer's still in good health, as I am, hopefully, and, um, you know, wants to continue operating for a few more years. But he still has a mortgage, has equipment leases, uh, has other debts, and but he's got a lot of equity in that farm. So uh, one of the things I hope you guys cover uh, so we can understand it better is the sales leaseback program. And then, how do you find? How do you identify who those uh, farmers are that would be candidates? What's that process? And then, how do you find the investor that's going to come in and lease either a portion or all of that property, take over the equipment? And um, and then, uh, you know, the terms of it is it long term? Uh, is there a buyback program? So this is some of the questions Teresa and I would like to, some answers to. For us, it's, it's fairly straightforward, and that is that we start we start farmer first. So 
So we look at our tools as a way, uh, the investment tools, as a way for farmers to grow their business. So to your specific question of can we do sale leasebacks, absolutely we can, and we do see some farmers opting to use a sale leaseback as a way to free up capital. Uh, perhaps they want to purchase more equipment or take some cash out um, and invest it elsewhere. Uh, beyond that, we, we mostly work with farmers who are looking to grow their operation. Uh, so farmers um, come to us and say, hey, I found a piece of land that allows me to expand and, and farm more acres. My neighbor, whatever, maybe the neighbors retiring or they're moving. Uh, whatever the reason other people sell land, there's obviously tens of billions of dollars of farmland sold every year. And so we work with farmers to go out and try to identify land they deem as uh, important and valuable and where they would want to participate uh, in both in farming that land and, and potentially in the financial upside of doing so as well. So we, we start there. Uh, does this make sense for the farmer and the, the real partner in this deal? Uh, which is the person in rural America whose, whose business uh, we are trying to help grow. And if that makes sense and, it, and it's pencils economically from an investment standpoint, then we're able to accumulate groups of investors uh, to come in and, and invest alongside that farmer. Uh, I use the term farmer uh, as that's where we've really grown up as a business is focused on farmers. Uh, but I will say that we are uh, proudly and happily expanding towards um, uh, timber currently, as so we've begun doing timber offerings, and in the future you'll see us do other types of land as well. Yeah, timber's got to be exciting because, uh, you know, my understanding is going back when I first got in the business, you know, you had the, the big warehouses in the Union Pacific, and, and they, had, they had bought millions and millions of acres in the appropriate timber areas over the years and had these huge land portfolios, and uh, the, the, the model changed. And they actually started uh, selling the land uh, to uh, anyone and then turn around and leasing it back. And they found that uh, that freed up a lot of capital and it's a better model for them. Is, is that kind of what you see? That's, that, that's correct. That, that's one, one of them. That's certainly a trend we see within that part of the world. There, there are a number of different trends there that, that we're excited about. But, yeah, I think, you know, for us, like, to, to boil it down, we see our, our the investing portion of our business as a, a simple way to connect uh, growth capital with farmers and, and make it so that it's a, a win for, for both both sides of the table. Where, where are you finding the capital? What uh, is this coming from uh, from uh, Wall Street or is this coming from private investors or the Bill Gates of the world or where's the where's the fund where's the funds available? It is uh, individual retail investors across North America. So uh, this is not Bill Gates. We are not from Wall Street. We live in Arkansas. Uh, we are not from China. Yeah. Right. We, we work with individual <laughs> investors, many of which are farmers and, and folks in rural America. And uh, in fact, we have investors from all of the 50 states who have invested in various farms. So these are people from all over who are just interested in investing in, in land specifically, but also in rural America. And something we talk about here, Lou, is the fact that we're all kind of raised on the farming lore of the U.S. And we we know through talking to a lot of these investors, uh, they just want to have the same dream that a lot of rural people do. They want to be able to own a little piece of the American dream. And so that's a big part of what we allow these folks. So what is in it for the equity partner? For, for the equity partner, they're able to participate 
uh, sometimes in the economic rents coming from the farm, so a, a revenue share of sorts or a lease, uh, and they're able to participate in the potential appreciation of land. Uh, so they they have some uh, you know real longer term potential upside uh, when and should the price of land uh, increase. Okay. And they also share in the, in the capital loss too. So I mean, there's there's both sides of the. Uh but economic, right. you know, economic. Some people need write-offs. So I they, was getting ready to yeah. say some people make so much money they just well, need sure, write-offs. Sure. So it's good for that. Yeah, but uh, you guys have an active. You're soliciting, and of course, the word's getting about what who you are and what you're doing, and hopefully, the show will help that. So for you investor types out there, uh, you know, contact uh, AcreTrader.com, our guest today, and, uh, and go to the website. Uh, they're, they're fabulous. I, I, I usually bring the laptop, Teresa, and I missed it today. But it's uh, Acre Trader. You can get it on your phone. Yeah. AcreTrader.com and then Acres.co, C-O, and then Acre Pro, which we'll talk about. So what else can what else can we uh, – so we got the capital. And uh, what kind of terms are you normally looking at for the farm? Are these uh, short-term, two to three, five years? Or are they long-term or, or is it a, a basket of all? Oh, I would say for investors – they are long term, and they t- tend to be five to ten, even fifteen years. Okay. Uh, in the world of farming, as, as you well know, that that's not particularly long term, right? So my family's been farming for for generations, as has Garrett. Um, but but often, you know, the capital does have a recycled nature to it. So often, the the terms tend to be those kind of five, ten, fifteen years, usually hovering around ten. So hypothetically, I've got uh, two thousand acres, okay, and I've got. Uh, soy, I got corn, I've got uh, a cattle area, so I got pasture area, I've got some timber area, and um, I'm 73. I want to keep farming it, but I've got some uh, I've got some creditors coming after me, uh, and uh, and uh, I need to raise some capital. So if I contact you or one of your agents, and we'll talk about that too, uh, then uh, I I only need to raise quarter million dollars, and my farm's worth 10 million, uh, you know, on paper. So um, I don't have to lease all of it, right? I can lease part of it. That's correct, and and um, you know I, I can say we don't do, we haven't done, we've had over 100 investment farms in the platform. I can't think of any that were distressed or that had creditor problems. Uh, that said, if, if there's an opportunity to knock the bank out of the way, we're right. happy to do so. But I just want to clarify, we we are, uh, all, you know, we look to work for and with farmers that are growing their business uh and and you know that that usually does not include doing distress type of deals gotcha uh coming in any type of you know vulture type of capital that's just sure. not really uh who, who we are okay well our guest today is um hold on carter malloy and garrett mcclintock look at you <laughs> Teresa. i'm sorry i'm 73 and my brain don't work but anyway <laughs> Uh, this is Let's Talk Land, and we'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. View thousands of properties for sale on LandHub.com. So we talked about uh, AcreTrader.com. Tell us a little bit about Acres. All three of these sites are incredible, so if you got a chance to go to them, if you're not driving or if you're listening to this later, you know, because these, pro- these, uh, these things are downloaded on the master website, www.letstalkland, Spotify, and Podbean, uh, if you don't get a chance to listen to it. Uh, today, this morning, uh, you can go back and go to the, any of the shows. This is podcast number 183. So uh, tell us about the uh, acres.com, Carter and Garrett. Well, 
Yeah, so <clears throat> we, we've uh, uh, just, and I, I mean just two weeks ago, launched Acres.co. Really? So we, we as a company were using, I think, six different pieces of mapping software. Plus, we, we're, we, got, we work with plenty of uh, nerds, including ourselves. We have lots of databases. Uh, GIS, for those of you familiar with that tool, is uh, and, you know, all the way down to Google Earth. And so we were logging into all these systems and we realized, wow, you know, we, we, we're lucky to get to work with a bunch of really great software engineers and data scientists. Could we build something useful, something that helps us to understand land quickly and at scale so that any of us, whether that's internally and now externally, if you are in the, the uh, business of buying and selling land or even evaluating land, having something for quick judgment. Of course, nothing ever replaces having eyeballs on a piece of land. Right. Nothing ever replaces humans being involved in that process. But for some quick understanding of land, uh, we built this tool. What, what, what is that tool? What does it do? Again, it replaces lots of things. So you can go through and take any parcel in the United States and, and immediately begin to understand that parcel. Who are the neighbors around there? Uh, so as your landowners of every parcel, what are the comparable sales like? How much have you been selling for? What's the production history? What's, what's been produced on this and the neighboring tracks in, in, in recent history? What's the satellite image history of it? So we can click through and see when the trees may have been called or planted. Uh, on and on and on. Now that uh, plant health, you can go in and customize that land so that you can really understand uh, and, and go and you know, draw on your own land. So you can share it with friends and family so they can see where you may have moved the, the deer stand this year. Uh, so really, we've just built a tool uh, because, frankly, we, we needed one. But ultimately, we realized that we can help the whole market understand land ease. We can help people stay informed of what's going on. And, and ultimately, we can help them build maps that work for them. Uh, so that tool, acres.co, uh, as just mentioned, we, we literally just put it out to the public two weeks ago. And the uh, more fascinating news about it is it's free. So uh, the things that I've just discussed are free. Free, Teresa, free. free. Uh, there's an enterprise version for, you know, for banks and, and for well, brokers and appraisers and things like that. But for your for, uh, folks like me, for folks like my dad, they were farmers, uh, it's a tool that's available to everyone for free. Yeah, I went on and spent, got us an hour just looking around, you know, my, my market area. And, of course, I'm a realtor and, and, um, and uh, you know, there's always what's the value of property or, you know, what was really fascinating was what they've grown. I could get, like, some history on that. And, uh, and then you got the uh, other mapping that's got the soils. It's, uh, you guys really, and believe me, I've interviewed or know about, you've got Steve Weber on there, part of you, MapRite, who's one of my sponsors for my uh, real estate classes, and uh, super guy, and, and, and he's right there, state of the art, too. As part of your system, I notice. Uh, and uh, but uh, Teresa, this is uh, you know MLS. Forget MLS if you want to do land. This Cops. is the site to go to. Yeah, is, yeah. yeah. And, and it's free. Yeah, and it's free. <laughs> so it's acres.com. It and, and very soon you'll have the opportunity to, to add listings to it uh, to get those in front of the mm. general public as well. So uh, our our goal is, is fairly simple in that we want to have other people, we want to equip the market with tools, right? We want to, like we mentioned earlier with our vision, we, we want to provide transparency within this market. So I'm glad to hear your initial reaction to the tools, as we oh, are just as excited as you no. are. Uh, 
Uh, it, it replaced a lot of different pieces of mapping software for oh, us. Overwhelming. You guys, one, one central one that's easy to use. Number one out there right now. Stay there. <laughs> so the site is acres.com, right? right? No, dot .co. Dot .co. C-O. Okay. Don't put the Acres. M there. Co. Uh, if you did type that in, would it still come up? I'm having trouble. That's why I was asking. Okay, you were putting not, the M not in there. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Acres.co. Yeah. I That's, thought Lou typoed on my paper. Uh, well, you never know. <laughs> Teresa, be nice. This is uh, You're talking to the public. <laughs> Lou, we all typo. <laughs> oh, okay. I do I, more than most. I feel better. <laughs> but it's interesting on your site. It says exploring uh, the value of land with confidence, which I definitely got that. See landowners doubted view. Landowner names addresses acreage for over 1 million U.S. properties. Did you guys actually sit there and count those? Very nearby land listings define an oasis of operation and expand your operation. And then you got access to the sole land, Teresa, and that's where, and I'm going to put this out to the appraisers too. This is great stuff. Uh, browse of over 12 million land sales to help you better understand the value of the farmland near you. Great for yeah. appraisers. That's I know. awesome. Yeah. Remember the property you had up yes, there on Sandy Ridge? I'm not if forgetting you'd, it. If you'd had this site right here, and <laughs> yeah. I know the guy was an old codger, but yeah. you know, but you know, this is going to give us so much confidence in in what we're doing, and set us so far apart of other land brokers out there and other agents that don't have land education. <clears throat> so, uh, but you can spot prep problem areas and vegetation, and that's exciting. So, um, you know, you can go to the farmer and say, hey, you know, that back part over there, you know, you've been having problems getting some good crops over there. The guy's going to look at you like, how the heck do you know that? Uh, so, a little birdie told me. But um, it, this is good stuff, guys. Thank you. We're, we're really excited. We've been building it uh, in stealth for a long time. And yeah. We've got about uh, 30 software engineers working on this. Really? Morning, noon, and night. And yeah. so whatever you see today. Uh, it will be that much better in two weeks and in two months. Uh, we will continue to add features and functionality to it. Yeah, I see that mobile app is coming soon, it says. There we go. Yeah, yeah. It, honestly, that's one of the things I'm most excited about, too, is being out in the field and, you know, you're driving past somewhere and you pull out your phone and get to learn a little bit about the, the field you're looking at. I mean, I'm, I'm actually coming up to your area in October. I'll be in southern virginia and just kind of cruising around with that on my phone and uh wanting to explore it's going to be a whole lot of fun let us know we'll rendezvous with you that would be an exciting time on your, si on your site you say you, you uh, dig into soils maps and predict the potential of farmland with data of over twenty thousand soil types are there really twenty thousand soil types you know you can thank the, the u.s government for that uh, that, uh, the, U the U.S. Geological Survey, uh, right. the USG, uh, that for that particular layer, uh, that's where we get a lot of that data is from the USGS, and then we've got some data scientists on our team that go through and clean that to make it easy to understand. One thing I didn't look at, is there an infrared overlay on that? So there, there is. We, we, have, um, we have NDVI on there, so we're okay. able to see uh, vegetation health. Fascinate. You know, are, are you guys angels? Because this is free, and like nobody uh, gives anything away you know, anymore. Can, can you talk to my wife? <laughs> I will. <laughs> Jolly, uh, that's true. Uh, what is free I out mean, there? Nothing. 
and this sounds like a really good tool, I not just you. not just something bogus that's free. This no. is real free yeah. and real good. Yeah, you're gonna step There's on. your logo, real free and real good. <laughs> <laughs> You guys log, st- log in and uh, go around <laughs> and let us know what you think. I we, wish I could. We've got a team here that that's all they do is, is speak to users all day, every day to make sure that not only is the tool useful, but it, the tool is easy. I yeah. think it is really important that, uh, you know, today a lot of software gets out of hand and people try to flex that they're so powerful. But the reality is, is if people can't use it, then they have any power. So we, we spend a lot of time to try to make it. Uh, simple. Teresa's going to stay up all night tonight. I can't wait to get home and You won't it. be able to sleep tonight, I'm, will you? I can't wait to. I can't wait Isn't to this sleep. great? Yeah, it is great. Wow. So, buyers and sellers of land smarter. You know, we talked about our line, my introduction. You know, it's true. We are the experts. We know how to play the game. But this right here, and I'm sure I've heard from a couple of the uh, my ALC buddies that were at the conference, and you guys were the highlight of that thing. We probably had, what, 40-some vendors there? Of all different sorts, but uh, you, you guys got it going. Thank you for sharing you saying that. Yeah. So you're talking about actually being able, as Realtors Teresa and I, putting our listings. Would that go on this acrepro.co? Uh, your, your listings would go here on, on acres.co, what, what you're looking at here. So there's a, there's a layer there now where you can go in and see land listings. We're, uh-huh. we're just now testing it out. But we're starting to roll in and hoping to put thousands of them in there very soon. Uh, that's one of the main things you can see in here is, is listings, uh, land listings, what's out there. And, and, and yet again, something where, you know, we, we, we view uh, uh, more is better in terms of information and transparency. So we, we want to provide, provide people with the real dirt, with, with the real understanding of a piece of land. The real dirt. I love it. Now, there's a difference <laughs> between dirt and soil, right, right, Teresa? That's right. <laughs> okay. So Acre Trader. Acres.co and AcrePro.com. I guess they all kind of complement one another. They, they do. So the uh, AcrePro side of the business is, uh, to put it simply, is we provide teams of brokers and agents with tools to help run their business. So we provide them with, with software, uh, with back office support to conduct and coordinate transactions. Uh, we provide them with marketing services and design and uh, fun things like that. I wish I could see the site. I don't have my computer, or I would be looking at it, and that way I well, could. Well, maybe break will get Rodney to bring his laptop in. Maybe ask because I, don't, I can't see. I know. It's so good. Is there anything else? Yeah, you know, I think one of the things we're excited about with these three different products is they each serve a different type of customer who's going to be coming into the space. Right. I think there are certainly people who want to come on and buy a small piece of a farm through AcreTrader, and there are but there are a lot who want to own their own property. And there are brokers who, who need help. I mean, there are folks oh, who yeah, say, look, I don't want to create my own website. I know well. I know folks who are uh, around me, and I can I can help facilitate transactions, but I know that I want to come in to kind of – there are new buyers and sellers who are, who are looking for different stuff. And then the, the Acres website is really about helping those new buyers and sellers understand what they're buying. Because, frankly, it's hard to have that first conversation if – uh, if you don't have a common language. And right. so we're trying to equip those people with a common language to have that conversation, either with somebody who's going to represent us on AcreTrader or with those AcrePro agents. So with the Acres, the Acres.co, is that like, like, is it tied to the local GIS? 
does it have information about tax value and owner and all that stuff? Yes, so we're, we're tied into we information from about 3,000 county courthouses, in addition to a ton of other government data sets. Uh, we also feed in from various various satellite constellations for, for uh, understanding of things from, from outer space, uh, along with a whole other host of, of external sources and internal sources that we generate data from. Uh, as an example, I mean, we, have, we have three analysts on staff who full-time go around the United States and put in comp sales every week. And they're adding something like 300 to 500 comps every single week that are, that are unique to our system. So we, it's, it's a lot of work, but I think what's most important with data is, is not the amount of it you have, but the quality of that information. So we've, we've got an entire team of uh, folks, including several PhDs, um, that, you know, whether it's ag econ or just hardcore data science, that, that are able to then go in and clean that information to make it easy to understand to go stitch together information from various sources, to go clean out a lot of the bad data. And, and frankly, like, it's still in there. We're, we're still actively working on this. But as I mentioned earlier, we've got 30 software engineers working on this full-time, uh, just this project with makers.co to make it uh, an incredible tool for, for everyone. How, and, how, and beyond that, what we're really trying to think about with these layers, guys, is how, what kind of questions should you be asking, depending on what kind of area you're in in the country? So if you're in the Delta or the Midwest, a lot of times you are going to be acti- asking about the soils. You're going to be asking about the plant health over, over several years. In California, what you're asking about is where's the water? How is the water governed? And we've addressed that with some layers we have out there. So we're not trying to just add layers for more information. We're trying to help people understand what are the questions you should be asking and how do we answer those easily and quickly for our users. We love it. Hey, our guest today is Carter Malone and Garrett McClendock. This is Acre Trader. This is Let's Talk Land. We'd like to thank our sponsor, LandHub.com. LandHub.com, sell your land, land of your dreams. Okay, guys, we have talked about AcreTrader.com. We have talked about Acre.co. Now I want to talk a little bit about AcrePro.com. Can you tell us what that is and who benefits from it? Absolutely. So AcrePro is a suite of tools that we provide to land brokers and, and land agents. So we work with teams throughout the United States to help them run their business more effectively. So we, we provide uh, technology to, to you know, create listings and run the deal process. We've got back office support to help coordinate transactions, marketing teams to help produce and, and ultimately uh, distribute marketing materials, uh, and certainly data and support. Uh, so we're sort of in the end suite of tools with teams of, of agents and brokers throughout the country. Okay, I see here it starts out with buy land. So if I'm looking for land, I just go in here and click on buy land and do a search of some sort, or how does this work? That, that's right. So, so that, and that website, to make sure to clarify, each of the brokers and teams have their own websites also. Okay. Uh, so we, we help build them websites. Uh, but AcrePro.com is really where we just centralize uh, some of those folks' listings and, and our, our relationship with them. And, and I think we mentioned this earlier, but we're very early in building this out. Uh, we are uh, growing very quickly. So, for example, we just added uh, four states last week uh, in, in terms of states where we have coverage. So, so it is growing very fast now. Do you have North Carolina and Virginia? Not yet. Oh. 
Teresa, where do we sign? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. Love it. Okay, so I'm looking at the leadership. Let's see. Yeah, what are the, I mean, from y'all's perspective, what are y'all seeing and how, how do you deal with uh, with buying and selling land in your area? I mean, are there a lot of agents? Are you struggling with any of that stuff? We love hearing about, <laughs> about other people's experience. Well, no, the truth is, um, and I'll <clears throat> get on the soapbox here, there's no land education in our industry. <clears throat> the um, 1.5 million realtors and then I don't know how many million, million just agents that aren't associated when they go to real estate school anywhere in the United States, for example, in North Carolina, we have to have 180 hours, okay, of classroom and testing, passing the state exam and the federal exam. It's about a 62% pass ratio, and that varies from time and place, okay? But we got 120-some thousand licensed agents in the state, okay? But during the, the syllabus, uh, and I don't care what state you go to, because I've talked to all of them, uh, uh, there's nothing uh, of any substance on the subject of land or commercial, or property management, or international real estate, because they consider those as specialties, okay? So that's why we have the Realtors Land Institute, the CCIM for commercial, IRMSOR for property management, and then GRI for residential, and then a whole host of others, okay? So for the agent that gets their license, uh, it's up to the firm or franchise to train their agents in their market of exactly what to do, okay? But who's training them? So I actually have the only four hour, we have eight hours in North Carolina. I had the only commission, North Carolina commission certified four hour CE credit called introduction to land brokerage. I'm it in the state, never had one. Also wrote one for the North Carolina Board of Appraisers. The appraisal industry has no land education either. So, you know, and you ask the NAR why, they say, well, 98% of our agents sell houses. And that's where we focus all of our time and energy. And that's what we battle the Realtors Land Institute, you know, because we're right there on Michigan Avenue with all the other NAR people. And um, and there's just no way. And that's why I have this land show, Teresa and I. This is it. And uh, so, you know, you ask me, you know, what do you do? Well, you do whatever your broker tells you or after you, you just get out there and, and, and list it with no knowledge. And, you know, I've been doing this 28 years, so, you know, I've developed, uh, you know, I do my own perk test. I actually go test the soils. I, I can't write a, you know, but when I go with a client, I actually go out there and auger the soil. It's pretty no-brainer. And I've done over a 1,000 of them, and I've had two that didn't pass. So it's not like we're in an area where, where that's a problem, but you do run into problems. But the average agent doesn't know that. You've got uh, tax deferments, uh, uh, land use programs for timber, for pasture, for soils. Uh, that uh, they uh, they reduce the uh, tax value of the property, and uh, and then when you sell that property, uh, if you don't educate the buyer that it's free to transfer it and and, and it's going to save you taxes, you know the agents aren't they, they aren't taught about this. This is what my class is about. So to answer your question, you know I mean for me and Teresa, you know we're, we're educated in what we do more than than our competitors out there. They just go throw up a sign. And you know, and got their high heels on, and, and don't want bugs on them, and they say, well, here it is, and 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 it's it's just the way our industry is structured. So what you guys are doing, okay, in my opinion, what you guys are doing is you're creating a structure of something that I've never seen out there. Uh, I've seen pieces of it, but you guys have the most comprehensive 
overview of a evaluation of land and farms. So I was t reminding Teresa, you know, she had a, a, a nice, you know, uh, property, and and you know, we did the best we could on it. But now, boy, we, we can really blow this. Just our captions, our our, our presentation on our MLS of being able to talk about, you know, the percentage of yield and, and, and all these other things. The soil, I mean, you know, the ba we, we can do so. I put soil maps on my listings, I always have, or since, you know, they've come out. But now we can even get more in depth. And the more that word gets out in the community with the farmers and landowners, you know, I mean, we've got a reputation, but this will even take us further. And that's what I see. That's worth an investment. That's worth, a, that's worth money investing in an organization like yours. Uh, that's going to pay results, not only in money, but also in reputation. So anyway, I'm going to get off the soap opera, <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> I'm just no, saying. you know, I'd love it. I, honestly, one of the things I'd love to know, Jewel, I mean, Lou, sorry, okay. is the, uh, how do we, how do you think about in educating the investors themselves? I mean, you're talking about educating the, the brokers, but like, we think about it all the time. There's no Investopedia for land. Uh, so do you, would you, have you ever thought about creating a course for those people who would be buying buying the land? Uh, we can talk about it because you got trends. Uh, there are stats, plenty of stats. USDA publishes annually, you know, the whole country, plus minus for uh, uh, pasture land, for uh, timber land. Uh, you know, it's uh, increased in North Carolina 3% in the last 12 months or 2% or whatever it is. You know, you got some basic stats. Um, I, the example that I use sometimes is our family farm. Uh, my grandfather, the last tract that, of the 18 that they, they bought together over the years was 300 acres on the Fisher River, small river. And it was a timber tract with some pasture, and he paid $3,500 for it, $11.77 an acre. This is 1929, guys, when you probably made $2,000 a year, okay? I mean, it's all relative. And it's in a deferment, so the taxes have been roughly $280 a year. That's terrible. I, I, it's hard to afford that. And it's a, basically a timber track. So on hardwoods, you know, you're usually looking at 30 to 40 years cut. Well, you know, they bought it in 1929. So the timber's been harvested twice. That's money back in your pocket. And it's probably another 10 years. But if you put the value, if that was on the market today, I'm going to put about a million and a half on it, Okay. Well, if you run the numbers from 1929 to uh, to today, you're looking at about six to seven percent annual return, plus the low taxes, plus the timber income over the years, and it's a great hunting track. We've got the river there, fishing. I mean, you know, so it's a multi-use property. That that's a typical an example of of of, uh, of land values. Uh, it's the best investment out there. Hey. This is real interesting. The financial talk shows I've noticed here in the last six months, they're now saying we're even even uh, even Dozer, our head economic. I don't know if you guys stayed to the end of the conference, but he's he comes on every year and talks about you know what happened last year that he said would happen and it did and what's he's about ninety five percent of you. It's been going on for about twelve years, and if you were there, he started out. The question that everybody's asking me right now is where I put a money. Mm -hmm. Where do I put our money? Right. And he said real estate and especially land. And look what's been going on in the Midwest. Uh, I can go back eight years, ten years, and, and, and class A cropland in Illinois, Iowa, you know, to Kansas, 
okay? We're selling, you know, 2,800, 3,200, 35 if it was exceptional. I'm seeing this stuff and I'm talking to my buddies out there and they're saying, hey, we just sold, just it was, it was class A, but it didn't have any water on it. Uh, it was just a, you know, nondescript prop piece of property. It had good yield. We just got $28,000 an acre for it. Yeah. Well, am I right or wrong? Um, it, you can go on acretrader.com and it compares land return on investment to stock market. Yeah, to, that's incredible. Yeah, to all the different things. And so that's a pretty interesting thing that I saw on the acretrader that I found was interesting. What, what are you guys hearing out there? I mean, you're, 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 you're covering a lot of ground. Yeah, I think what we're seeing in the in the market is, you know, that there's lots of concern around inflation uh, for, yeah. for very obvious reasons that that is now becoming an economic reality sure. after a decade of money printing and concerns about it. Uh, so the question is, is, are we done with it? Are we just getting started? Where are we in the cycle? But often the answer or, or the, the nature of the question always leads folks to how can I help offset this and, and what, what are interesting investments in this world uh, of uh, Insanity. I'm trying to come up with a better word, and, and so we we are seeing certainly a, a very material growing interest in all types of folks interested in owning land, investing in land, investing in farming, uh, and, and see that as a positive for for the industry uh, in that there's there's more capital participation in rural America. So so we're we're excited to see that benefit come to fruition uh, within our world, and that there is this this interest out there and. And ultimately, yeah, I think there's a lot of concern in the world, and some of that's very well founded. So, uh, to your point, we on our website we put lots and lots of uh, educational materials out there, uh, as we, we want everyone to understand land. And that's that's not just investors, though. I be your neighbor. Uh, that's also my dad, who's who's a farmer and you know has a pretty good understanding of the, the his land, what it's worth. You know, plus or minus twenty percent. Um, and so, yeah. It's really great to provide that information to, to the entire industry and to help create a more efficient market. Yeah, let me ask you this. I'm looking at AcrePro now. I'm looking under the Learning Center, and yeah, that's there's great. all kinds of yeah, information about the different types of land that there are. And I'm looking at the one for farms, and it tells about the questions that you need to ask, like property size, tillable versus non-tillable, field slope, irrigation and water availability, draining tiles, distribution of different tracts over the area, soil quality, crop yield. You can use this and then go back to acres, acres.co to understand what you're looking at. Like you could look at this That's and understand what it is that you need to know and then go to acres.co to get that information. Is that correct? That is the idea. We're, we're big believers of the more information and transparency, the, the better. Uh, you know, it's the old adage of trust but verify. Uh, we like to help folks verify. On your acres.co, you know, you've got, the, it's like a uh, podcast, not a podcast, but you've got interviews with your agents out there, okay? And I'd like to talk more about that in a little bit. But some of them is explore the value of land with confidence, uh, see landowners' data. Uh, you've got uh, some really good shows. I know a couple of those guys, by the way, that's... Uh, that's uh, part of your organization as agents out there. But, uh, you know, that's something uh, we'd be happy to c contribute some stuff to. From I want to know. Too. 
how to maintain turkey habitats on your property. That's what's on Well, here. first of all, you have to have turkeys. <laughs> I got some of those. Love it. <laughs> Told you about I that like when I saw turkey. it was I huge. I love turkey. And then the importance of land access. Yep. I mean, the Learning Center is is amazing. How to buy land, step-by-step guide. How to sell land, step-by-step guide. This is pretty cool. I told you. Yeah. It's a good place to send our buyers. You got it. And then to help them understand. And a good place to s- for our sellers to look at. Uh, totally. Information. Yeah. Huh? Well, now you, it gives us a better tool to be able to evaluate land, put a tr- really true value on it. I mean, you know, I wrote the class for the uh, North Carolina Board of Appraisers. Rural land values, is it an art or is it a science? And uh, after four hours and, and uh, challenging over 80 MI uh, appraisers from around the state, you know, the conclusion was it's what the seller's willing to take and what the buyer's willing to pay. And all the rest, you can have five appraisers appraise a piece of property, and you're going to have five different opinions. And that's based on knowledge. Teresa, look at the knowledge this gives us. Yeah. And, and to be more accurate on, a, on property and to justify. A guy says, well, why do you got 7,500 an acre? Well, this is the reason. Look at the yield on this or look at the potential of this. Okay? I like step three. Find a land broker. Are you a land broker? Absolutely. I know. You're a landlady. I love, I'm a landlady. Okay. I love land. So. so let's talk about the opportunity for the agents out there, okay? Oh, we, no. I just seen one. I got to ask. Oh, no. I got a question. All this right. is a big one. Uh-oh. I hear this all the time. Um, I was looking at AcrePro, and everybody always asks me, what's the power company? It says here, utilities. Can you go to acres.co and find out who utilities providers are? Ooh, that is a good one. Uh-huh. Uh, the answer is no, not yet. It's a really, really hard problem to solve. I'm sure. Uh, we, we, you know, on a parcel-by-parcel basis, we can go in and, and figure that out pretty quickly. Doing it at scale across 100 million parcels across the U.S. Huh. Uh, is a particularly challenging problem. Uh, but, you know, I, I think it comes down to, we, we talk about empowering people to buy and sell land smarter with, with advanced technology, data, and expertise. The third piece there is really important. Look, we're, we're a bunch of nerds in, in Arkansas that love building things. We love data. We love software. But the reality is you still need a local expert. Right. Yeah. So even if I can tell you that uh, Cox is there and Comcast are both there with utilities for, with, for Internet, uh, the local person knows yeah, but Cox has real problems out here with outages. Right. So ha- having that local expertise is absolutely invaluable yeah. uh, when actually buying and selling land. That's why we're big supporters of brokers and agents. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can give you another example about uh, that's maybe similar, but you know, not utilities is, is the timber world. If you're looking at who is going to take your timber, you need to know who the major players are. If they're cutting shifts, if there might be a barrel stave producer coming in. That kind of stuff is only going to be known by the local agent. It's right. going to be really hard for technology right. to solve that problem. Right. Right. And so we're we're really focused on how do we give, uh, how do we help that that first step happen, and then allow the experts to come in with an informed buyer or an informed seller to make the conversation better. So you're not starting at zero. What about easements? Are any of these sites? Do that any of these sites have information on easements? No, it, it, it depends. And again, on a parcel level, we can figure that out. Um, at, at, a ma- at a mass level, uh, I'll give you an example. We have 
FSA, uh, uh, what they're called CLUs, uh, uh, which is basically a, a land use. Common, common land unit is what that stands for. Yeah, and, and so what it's telling you is what this land is used for. And uh, so it helps you understand what's tellable acres versus what's not. Uh, then be able to quickly see if there's a big line from the whole property you may want to check and see if there are easements. Right. Um, we can we can sometimes give a yes, no, and there is an easement because you can see that in a courthouse document. The problem is, again, at scale across 3,000 courthouses, being able to uh, to effectively trigger that and, and read the language and then understand where that easement actually is. And, and so, uh, again, on a, on a parcel-by-parcel basis, you can go in there and, and get to work and, and then speak with somebody who's a professional and, and figure that stuff out pretty quickly. Uh, but, but for us to display, you know, who the local uh, power uh, provider is, right, or, or a sewer provider, if you're so lucky to have that, uh, and, and likewise uh, what the easements may be on a parcel-by-parcel basis, to do that at scale is, is very difficult. Okay. You know, it's um, most and this has evolved since I've been doing this for 28 years, but you, we used to have to drive 30 minutes over to the courthouse and go in the filing cabinet, pull out the little orange card and get the, and then do the, uh, the uh, go to the mylars and they would sandwich it with the blue paper and run it, I mean with the yellow paper and run it through the blue light and you get a blueprint uh, of the property, but no topography. But anyway, there's so much, I do consulting all over the country and I, I found very few counties around the country that don't have GIS and have a direct link to uh, the tax card, tax information, and a link to the uh, register of deeds. Uh, some of them you can go ahead and, and the deeds right there, you can click it and peruse it and look for things. You know, how old is the survey? Was it done in poles and chains or, you know, old technology uh, and, and access and, and, and stuff on it. So, you know, uh, these guys can't do it all, Teresa. Right. But, uh, you know, that, that's just step two in the process of doing due diligence on, on property for the buyers and for the sellers. Yep. Okay. What about... I'll tell you a fun story about surveys uh, and why they are difficult to digitize. Uh, and we, we can help retrieve those out of, out of the courthouse. But, uh, my, so my dad uh, has his master's degree in, in geology and groundwater runoff and spent a lot of his career um, around farming, ultimately helping set up drainage and things like that. And, was reviewing a survey at one point in Louisiana, and the survey instructions were go to XYZ Rock yeah. and then march due north yeah. for approximately two cigarettes. And that's the end of the land. <laughs> and, you know, that's how inaccurate some of these old surveys, there's like so many things, go, you know, land, land deeds may go back 150 oh, years. Oh, yeah, totally. And you just find some amazing stuff out there. It's pretty hard to interpret digitally. <laughs> I, yeah. I had one in Virginia, it was five assembled parcels over 20 years and you know one parcel the last one that they bought 100 plus acres is 500 acre track was uh you know had a good survey and good it actually was recorded it was a plat and then the other three i had my uh my surveyor run them on the computer and they closed and they matched up to the tax map which tax maps are not legal documents and they're not necessarily accurate they're just tax maps and then there was one that the, even the owner didn't know how much acres it was and uh when I went to, the t- went to do the title work at the courthouse, I went and, you know, and pulled the most recent deed when they bought it 20-some years ago. <clears throat> and it, it didn't have a description. It referred to a, a previous deed, which referred to a previous deed, which referred to a previous deed. And it took me back to the 1900s, late ni- early 1900s. 
and I'm sitting there reading a deed description. It says 280 feet uh, uh, DBH, acronym DBH. And I saw that a couple places in the, in, the, in the legal description of the property. So I called the clerk over, and I said, ma'am, I said, what does this acronym mean, DBH? And she kind of looked at me and laughed. She said, well, we had this old survey in the late 1800s and early 1900s, and we see this on uh, some of the survey descriptions. I said, well, wh wh what does it mean? She said, we're not real sure. The only thing we can figure is it's distance by hollering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I said, and you actually use this as a legal document? She said, it's all we got. That's it. You know, we, we don't have a choice. So you see some really interesting yeah. stuff out there. Yeah, digitize that. <laughs> yes. See if you guys can put that on your websites. That's, that's your challenge for this week. <laughs> So I see here on, on AcrePro, it says, ask our experts. So when they fill in this information, are they speaking to, to real estate agents that have joined you guys or who? Did I stump you? You said. It says, uh, ask our experts yeah, those are the on AcrePro. That That's the agents that are set up. So specifically, if they're looking for, if they're looking for properties that, uh, are on our site or if they have a, a property that they may want to sell, uh, that's where they go. So you're pro furnishing leads is what you're doing. Exactly. That's what yeah. I was thinking yeah. that was. Generating leads. Yep. Yeah. So how many states do you guys currently serve? Uh, 17. 17. That you have agents in, right? That's correct. Yeah. Well, you got some room to grow there, buddy. Yep. <laughs> we'll see if now, we can... You know, last I counted, there are 50. So yeah, well, got some room. we'll see if we can help you out. We might give you two. So you're going to make right. a trip to Virginia. Does that mean Virginia's upcoming? It's not on the list yet. Aww. Not Virginia or North Carolina. I'm sad. <laughs> can, can you give us kind of, of, of the agents that's out there, kind of just an overall profile of, of who they are and kind of their experience? Do you need to have special land talent? Do you need to have a farmer or forestry background? I'm sure that that obviously always helps, believe me. But, uh, yes. Can, can yes, we, we are we are looking for land experts. We want to we want to work with people that are absolutely subject matter and domain experts. Well, you got the Realtors Land Institute. We got eighteen hundred members in all states. That's so, right. uh, You know, and that's why you were at our conference, and hope you stay involved I'm a with us. Big fan of Aubrey and all crew over there. Yeah, because uh, I tell you, you you uh, you were the conversation after hours, uh, uh, in several of them. So uh, you did make an impression. So. You got some oh, something awesome. going good. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, no, it's true. I don't make up stuff, okay? <laughs> All right, Teresa. We got about uh, ooh, about three more minutes. So, uh, what gets you guys up in the morning? What gets us up in the morning is people we work with. Um, all the, the great folks here, Derek, sitting here on my left, the entire crew is just an, an amazing uh, uh, bunch of people we get to work with. So that's that's the. That's the most fun of this job is just being challenged. And, uh, you know, they always say if you're, if you're in a room and uh, uh, you're the smartest person in the room, you're, you're in the wrong room. And I think, I'm, uh, I think it's pretty easy for most of us to say that that uh, rarely happens around here. Yeah. Uh, it's just we, we get to work with a bunch of really brilliant people doing cool things. And people really care. We, everyone here has some, some sort of tie to rural America and to, to farming and to land. And uh, it's just something we feel passionate about. We're, we're excited to participate in so an agent that's really just starting out uh, that don't really have a lot of land experience, this, I mean, 
please please talk to you but that's 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 not the uh, uh, not the ones you're looking for right yeah you know for for those folks that are younger in their career look if they are uh, intense and and want to learn then we'll happily visit with them but uh, we do want them to go through and you know engage with groups like ROI and get real training there uh, we have yeah. a full-time trainer on staff here as well uh, so what, what is important is that we work with in, in every uh, facet of our business, whether it's a software engineer, somebody on the operations team here, you know the you know the worst people in the building, the people in uh, corporate development, that uh, they all are, are truly land experts and they they uh, understand land and, and feel passionate about it. And where are you located? I didn't mention that at the beginning. Uh, we are in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So I'm a beautiful corner of the world, and uh, I, I would dare to. Compared to yours, although I yeah. think Piedmont, and you got some great right barbecue, you got some great music, but my gosh, that's a beautiful place that you live there. Tracy got one question left. Okay. Make it a good one, okay. and not a long one. Well, it's it's hard for this one not to be a long one. Maybe they can sum it up real quick. Out of the three, Acre Trader, Acres.co, and Acre Pro, which is your favorite? Oh, that's like asking me which one of my kids is my favorite. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think that uh, the three products we've built are all uh, intently focused on the same thing, uh, which is very simple. If we can create better outcomes for the people that we work with, we will build a bigger business along the way. And that, that's what we're really excited about across the, the products that we bring to market is, is helping people in rural America and helping uh, whether that's Farmers or, or brokers uh, or investors alike, we, we can and do create win-wins every day for the people we work with. So uh, Garrett's looking anxious, like maybe he's going to call out his favorite child. So. No, I'm not going to call out my favorite child. I think I think what you pointed out is exactly right. There's an old idea that that kind of runs through the U.S., but especially in rural places, and that's you got to earn your keep. And what we're what we're looking to do is make sure that we're providing uh, a good end of the deal for everyone that works with us. And, you know, that's, uh, I think that's the most important thing. Carter Malloy and Gary McClintock, just real quick, how they get in touch with you? Uh, so you can name the websites, acres.co, acretrader.com, acrepro.com. Uh, it's got the word acre in it. We like it. Um, you know, info at acres.co uh, is a great email account. Okay. Call us anytime, 479-335. We're still working on a Twitter account for Carter. We'll get him there. <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us today. Let us know how you like the show. If you have any questions or topics you'd like to suggest, hey, we appreciate them. All of our questions are welcome, and all of our guests may be emailed with your questions as well. This show is for the public and, most importantly, for real estate agents who do not have a source for land education. All of our shows are downloaded at the show this morning on our master website, www.letstalkland.net. That's .net. Also, you'll find us on Spotify and Podbean. How do they get in touch with you, Teresa? They can email me at teresa.mylandpro at gmail.com or call me at 336-209-2937. My email is lou, L-O-U, at mylandpro.com. My cell is 336-669-1405. We'd like to thank our sponsor, landhub.com. Looking to buy or sell land, landhub.com previews thousands of properties nationwide. Rodney, how do they get in touch with us here? Well, Lou, they can go to our website. Go to WKTE1090.com, and they can check out our website and see all the program and the shows we have on the radio. Yeah, and what do we play? Only happy music, isn't that right?
Teresa. Absolutely. Beach Happy and oldies. Music. Beach and oldies. And we won some nice awards. Yeah, seven years in a row being the top uh, beach and oldies radio station on the East Coast. Well, and you got a nice award, too. Yeah, the Reader's Choice Announcer of the Year Award. Wonder why. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thank you for a great show. God bless you. We'll see you next week.